is where real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex podcast. Into the Apex podcast. Short turnaround on Into the Apex this week, and uh, we're starting it off with the uh, acclaimed, I, I say it's acclaimed because I've just declared it so, uh, Bob and T-Dog program. If it were, if we were a Midwest Indianapolis afternoon radio program, this would be what you got, folks. <laughs> the Bob and Bob and T-Dog. Uh, I need a soundboard. I think Pat has the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, Discord has it now, too, as well, if, if anybody hasn't noticed that. All right. Um but yeah, the Bob, Bob being Robert Gregoire uh, joining me. It's just the two of us holding it down for the first bit of the show, and we'll see who we can drag in uh, throughout the uh, throughout the night here, as we'd like to do. But uh, I want to catch up. We we really got into it a little later, earlier in the week, later than we usually produce a show. But uh, some really quality stuff, kind of anticipating, uh, as far as iRacing is concerned, the new content. Well, as we sit here now, at least right this moment, I can comment on it. But uh, unfortunately, Rob cannot comment on, I assume, a piece, a single piece of new content. Nope, I haven't. I haven't been able to turn a lot. So Rob is Rob missed the, the Majors 24, which is for a lot of iRacers out there, the Le Mans 24 replacement on the service. And uh, he was supposed to race it, uh, but he was not. He was sidelined due to injury and uh I want to include the hashtag athlete because I've been banging the sim races or athletes drum for how long now? Three, at least two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, there's a physical side. Well, you were physically unable to, to perform and, and no, I'm not. Uh, oh, never mind. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah let's, punch it out. Punch it. Yeah. You were physically. Yeah, save that for the bonus. Yeah, Rob, yeah. That's a bonus thing. Uh, Rob was physically unable to perform as a sim racer. And I think that makes you an athlete, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, I don't know. Is this a HIPAA violation? Are you, will you share what occurred? <laughs> HIPAA yeah, what's violation. going on with you? Oh my God, I love that. That's one of my favorite things ever. Sorry, I can't do it. That's a HIPAA That's violation. a HIPAA violation. Can't, I can't talk that. about it. Well, here, um, if you don't talk about well, yeah. it, you're off the show. Do you want the real story? I do want the, the real story. The war, what I tell people. But Well, tell us the real story, and then if you are telling people something otherwise. Well, listen, what I tell people is I've, I injured it fighting off of home invaders. In Canada, but, likely story. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even lock your doors in Canada. It's true. You just apparently um, set the woods on fire. You fucks. Yeah, and send the smoke down our way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what um, what really happened? Because it is a bit of a bizarre story, and I kind of want to ask you some follow up uh, questions. Just uh, we were, I went out for some adult only uh, trampoline dodgeball. Tramp okay, trampoline adult only trampoline. So it's like this trampoline park that's usually meant for kids, but you can like rent it out if you want. So like we had an hour, and we went, and I was just bouncing around on all these crazy trampolines, and my foot got caught under this mat as I was bouncing from one to the other. I fell all awkwardly, and my shoulder just popped right out. So, a lot of questions just from that. A lot of follow up questions. <laughs> What number one? What if you were to paint the picture for the theater of the mind of what a trampoline park is? I don't know. Um, maybe some people out there do know. Do you remember Slam Ball that used to be on Spike TV? I remember Spike TV, but I don't remember Slam Ball. It was like basketball, but they had like a bunch of trampolines in front of the net. So imagine right where the three point line starts in normal basketball. It's like a series of trampolines. Series like round trampolines of different sizes? No, size? like built into the floor, like oh. big square ones all around it. So it's like these people were like full on running into yeah. them and like big, like Olympic kind of style right. ones where they, they could really bounce and they would play basketball. Oh, wow. And there'd be these crazy dunks and people would be bouncing up at the same time with these crazy contests and stuff. It was really, it was over the top, but it was kind of cool. And that's more. More or less, if like that's the best way I could describe a trampoline. So it's an indoor facility. Yes, uh, and it's tramp like 
square bunch of different bunch of them all over the place and they're all integrated like some of them are on angles built into the walls oh, wow. and stuff there's like basketball nets and yeah. like everything's foamed up it's so not all of it's a trampoline but, but large sections are- imagine like one of those places where people train to do like the american ninja warrior yeah stuff. yeah that could- it's got a bunch of that stuff okay. but it's just got a bunch of trampolines too yeah i can picture that. i'm with you now okay i'm with you now yeah. and you're playing with other adults other grown-ups Yes, just that was very important to preface. Yeah, grown up dodgeball, <laughs> dodgeball, right? Dodgeball. Yeah. And you, you hooked your foot and down you went. And yeah, you are just t- couldn't I mean, brace myself. For folks that haven't met Robert Races, he's he's a tall guy. He's the tallest among our troop here. You're what, six yep. three? Just just a hair under six four, but yeah, yeah six, three, you're, you're the tallest of our troop. So I mean you'd go down probably pretty hard, eh? Yep. And very so and I didn't go to the hospital or anything, so I just like fucking superhero, not superhero, more like a Bruce Willis or something, yeah. just fucking shoved it back into place. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of damage I could have done there. It's it's kind of rough. So that was how long ago now, as we sit here? Two weeks two, today. Two weeks. So oh, about a week before. What you- happened right about now? Yeah. Two weeks ago. <laughs> so that was about a week before you were due to race a 24-hour Le Mans race in a, a BMW GT3. And uh, at what point did you realize that you could not sim race with this particular injury? Well, I kind of lived in denial for a couple of days, won't lie. Um, I was thinking, like, within, like, five minutes of getting my shoulder popped back in place, I was, like, trying to, like, see if I could practice my golf swing. Yeah, so that was the first <laughs> like, thing is golf. To... If you can't golf, then... I mean, golf's, yeah, golf's more aggressive than sim racing, when you, I would say. I mean... It is, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the sim here in a little bit. Okay, and me too. Just try to like just jump like me, just get in, get some new content, and uh, maybe just try toning down some force feedback and yeah. stuff at first, and just see maybe what I can tolerate because it is a little better now, but I'm still a while out from being yeah. full. I like I had to cancel. I knew right away to cancel the trip to to Pittsburgh for Carson. Yeah, yeah. Just, so there's zero percent chance I could get myself up to there. I was like, I was probably gonna have to ramp up with weights and stuff before I went. Yeah, it's uh. So yeah, Rob's talking about what we mentioned last week. We're going to Pittsburgh July 18th or 17th. Uh, well, we're gonna be there both of those days, but I think the 18th will be at the karting track. Rob was gonna be there, and then he's. I mean, it's very physical. But I mean, did you so? Did you get on the sim rig at all, or you just realized pretty quickly like, I know, it's not going to happen? Just not, it's, just, it's just somewhere it's like yeah. you're trying to use it all at that point. It was just like it wasn't worth setting me back even further. It's just somewhere it's like you got to not use it for like a week. And just like yesterday, I went to the first thing I've ever done with it was yesterday. Last night, I went to the golf course with my buddy that I'm a member at. And I just, when I got to the greens, I chipped and I putted. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm thinking maybe I might be able to get in the sim if I dial back some force feedback or something. Tonight. That's what I'm interested. I mean, th- because with a good wheel and a dire- especially a direct drive wheel, it's definitely all in the shoulders. I noticed that's what exactly the tightest thing for me is are my shoulders. I talked, I don't know what was it about a, within the last month. I've talked about getting massages for the first time, and the the mas- massage therapist is always commenting on what's going on in my shoulders. And I what I don't say is I'm driving my pretend BMW a lot. Uh, because I don't want to get the reaction to that, but I know, I know in my mind, and I'll say to all my friends here, that that's why my shoulders are so fucked. Is uh, it's this direct drive Fanatec CSLDD. So thanks. Uh, but I could see a shoulder injury that, that that's serious. And what what are the sim racing injuries? Wrist and hand and. I don't know, digits. Well, yeah, like especially with like those really high end, you got those 20 Newton meter direct drive wheels or something like one of those snap in your hand, like they can break wrists and thumbs and stuff if you don't get your hand off them quick enough. So there's a lot of different little things that could happen, I guess, based on gear. Well, especially the type of car you're going to. So if you're going to do like the LMP2, the LMP2, I feel like is the one of the higher downforce, maybe the, the uh, Indy car as well. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, the GTP BMW, it's a little less sticky in the wheel than uh, the LMP2 in its own way. Uh, but you have not had the opportunity to uh, to do the Cadillac, the LMP3, and oh my God, have, have we heard some good feedback about the LMP3. I know. It's such a bad time for everything. It's just thrown <laughs> off my whole fucking summer. You've, you've been, I mean, you had this all week dangled in front of you. I mean, we, we were all sending pictures. I mean, Rob's been going through pure hell in, the, in this time and all this content coming out, not being able to touch it. Everyone just going nuts about it, and like everyone, I'm getting pictures from all my friends golfing. Like I can literally just sit here and you know, maybe play something with a controller yeah. in my hand, but like, I can't do a whole whole. You lot. could get on iRacing with uh, a keyboard, with a controller. Yeah. You can do it with a controller. Console? I don't know if I want to do that no. though. Yeah, that would that would probably break you. 
It tank your ratings yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but well, you do have flight simulator. Do you? Have you taken? Other, I can do that. Yeah. You have a joystick. I do. Race with your joystick. Just try it in a practice. No. Harken back to Bradley's. Me and Bradley's oh, high school no, days. I'm not doing that. We we raced with a joystick. You're saying that I take my rating by be taking other people's rating with me. I mean, I don't see the problem. Well, I do. That that is. I I can't advocate for that. Honestly, though, yeah, that would no, be terrible. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hey, try the joystick by yourself. Just by yourself or with uh, what is it? The AI or the? I just try a controller uh, at that point yeah. if I was going to. You could land the plane at uh, Sebring. <laughs> you could land the Cadillac. Your own, your first experience Ugh. with the Cadillac GTP is driving it with a I feed a feed so necklace, uh, joystick. I miss it so much. <laughs> well, I will. I want my normal life back. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're we're gutted that you're not going to be at Pittsburgh. Uh, because that's you know Patrick's coming. You have the carding suit again. It's behind you right now. The poor the poor bastard's never yeah. going to get used. I guess uh, probably isn't. Not anytime soon. Anyway, I'm, like, I'm going to crowdfund a second Pittsburgh trip and just crowdfund your flight and everything else just to get you there. Uh, we'll figure yeah, it out. We will. Uh, By that time, it'll be easier anyway. Hopefully, we'll we'll go through as we get through the show uh, some feedback on the new content. Um, but uh, I I want to ask you. Well, you're still figuring out Watkins Glen. I talked at the end, at the second half of last week's, or well, this last episode we did uh, about our, our camping trips coming up, the road shows. This is actually the last uh, studio episode for a few weeks. Uh, we're on the road here in the thick of spring into summer. Um, but I'm hoping to have you at Watkins Glen, and, and I know you're trying to figure that out right now. Is Yeah, uh, still logistically trying to work that one out. It's a little tough when you're driving because I'd have to drive. And it's a long, long, like it's not a one drive. You're going to drive, you have to drive at least in two blocks, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's both ways, right? There's always a thing. It's like, you can always work down, going down somewhere. So I've done it before. Like I drove down to Boston before to fly to Florida because oh, yeah. I was getting a super cheap flight. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'll be a bit of an adventure. It was great on the way down. All these new things, hitting yep. new places and little diners on the way in New Hampshire, yeah. and whatever. And then... I go down to Florida and I golf and I get drunk a whole bunch. And then on the way back, I'm dead. And I land in Boston. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to drive like 12 yeah. hours home. I'm, in, like, I'm in Boston and I live in the furthest north of, I live in another time furthest zone. east of camp. Yeah, it's just like, this is brutal. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the thing that I've experienced. I mean, here we are about three years in to these, this, these, some of these races that I have never would have thought I would go to that we're kind of, we've talked about it amongst ourselves I mean, and i think a lot of racing fans try to figure this out and make it work because i mean i think people have traditional tracks or events they go to for us and maybe a lot of you out there we keep just trying to add things to it and we don't want to subtract anything and that becomes a big problem honestly big if you're not problem. if you're not very wealthy or have a lot of time it becomes a big problem to start and location you got great location we, we have decent location but what you just said about you know going somewhere for the first time—that's what—that's the addiction that I have. Yeah, that's what I've been first chasing. time experiences. You know, I want to go to Watkins Glen really bad, and I said last year that I would do it this year. I should just somehow try to figure. I it out. I think you figure if if there's a uh, if there's a financial problem, I'll I'll uh, not financial, just more or less want to know what my car is road worthy. Yeah, true. What, what's the date for it again? Uh. Three three weeks from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now. Okay, the, the, the second to last weekend of June. I could look at a calendar, but I don't feel like it, so I'm just going to give you that little bit. So the twenty third, yeah, the yeah, weekend that's of the twenty third. Yeah. Um, but but basically, I mean, that first year, that year coming out of COVID, been you know, I racing a shit ton. I racing's been keeping the vein tapped for motorsport and racing, and you you feel so into it, locked into it. More, more than ever for, I think, a lot of us and a lot of new people coming into it that may still be there, still be locked into it because of that, which is great. But, I mean, 2021 is the year I'm talking about. That's the year that I was in the Midwest, and I sent it. I mean, I went to mid-Ohio for my first IMSA race. I saw that. Uh, I decided We decided the week of the Indy 500 that year, the crowd restricted Indy 500 to go. So I was, exp- you know taking a lone voyage to Indianapolis for the first time ever to a city I'd never been in to a race. I didn't think I was going to go to up until that week. And there's just a buzz to that. There's a buzz to that whole thing and seeing it and the spectacle. Uh, and then what a month later, I'm deciding basically the week of Watkins Glen. That first time I went to Watkins Glen, I met Mr. Daytona Bruce 
And uh, I had waited and decided, you know, that week, I'm going to go. You know, I, did, I, I took the time. I drove on a late Friday night, booked a hotel somewhere randomly in the middle of New York State, a state I'd never been in in my life. First time in New York State, drove across from Erie, Pennsylvania, across the mount, kind of mountainous rural New York State, and was just in awe, listening to music, just buzzing of being in a new place and an adventure, and yeah. stayed in a random microtel. And I, hell, I don't even remember. And then finished the, the next leg of the drive uh, the next morning, Saturday morning, to get to Watkins Glen. Stayed in a hotel 45 minutes from Watkins Glen because it's so freaking small that you can't get a place. Camping really is the way. But that, but I mean, I'm chasing that here going into year three. I mean, the camping was kind of new last year, but these driving these roads for the first time, going to a state or a city or a town for the first time, it's, I've found through, through these races and these events that it takes you to that, that it's, that is addicting in its own right, and you really do chase it. I had it with Birmingham, you know, going on a road trip by yourself. Road trips with the boys, great time. But there's also something to be said about going on a road trip by yourself and having that solitary time. Am I, I don't know. Am I getting too philosophical? Or am I wrong? No, and that's what I'm kind of right now. It's like, do I? Am I talking you into it? Well, no, you don't have. You to could just, you could make need, a major breakthrough in your. Psyche. I don't need to be. Uh, if I go into my I've already been. You don't need to convince me. Like if I go into my Google Maps right now, it's like the last two things that I've searched there are two Watkins Glen. Well, that makes <laughs> two different roads. That makes me excited. I mean, if if you don't go to anything else this year, that you need to go to that one because it's going to be a hell of a time. Well, it's just the camp. It's the camping that sells me. Yeah, I love camping and and you you've talked to camp. That's the one thing I haven't got to do yet is camping. No, track. and and not with us either. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I like it. You're hearing it live, folks. This is this yeah. is this is how you you pester and hype Rob up to convince him to go because I know there are folks out there listening that are going. And uh, I've gotten uh, we've talked we've kind of put out the camping thing. We did it last year. We we met a lot of new people, and I've gotten some messages this year. I think we've got an entire Porsche team that wants to come and hang out with us from Porsche Cup. Um, I mean, it's going to be interesting. So I'm just going to I'm just going to toss it out there. I'm going to lay it out there. We're going to have an interesting time. Uh, we're going to bring up some. Bradley and I are going to bring up some whiskeys that are exclusive to North Carolina. I think uh, Taylor, who was uh, he's been on the show once before. He was he's kind of our Canadian compatriot who came down last year. He's got a campsite, and we're going to kind of do a whiskey whiskey and maybe craft beer, but a whiskey exchange. Where everybody brings something that you can't really find outside of their region, and uh, I mean that kind of gives you. I mean that's ITA for you. I think everybody knows that by now. So that's it's the kind of time that we're setting up as Rob browses uh, Google Maps. Are you on? Yeah, sorry, I was. Are, are you on Google? I mean, I'm a Google Map geek. I do sit on Google Maps on. Oh yeah, first time. I'll trip. do that for. Oh yeah. I'll do that hardcore, but it's, it's a big trip. It's, it's just, it's a big deal with how, it to go all the way. How long is it? Six, 15 or 16 hours okay. driving. Like it's a big one. You've done something similar though. Like that's, uh, what's, what's the one that you've done that was similar to that? I thought there was one. Like I, that. Uh, no, I think 12, maybe 12. I thought is you and Bradley did it. Was that you guys to Watkins Glen? I think Watkins Glen is the longest for us. Indianapolis feels so long, but we've actually never driven straight from the coast of North Carolina to Indy. We always yeah. stop right at the Ohio Indy border, Indianapolis, Indiana border, rather. Uh, oh, okay. The drive to Birmingham was a bit long, but really not terrible. So I, yeah, I think for us to to not fly, the drive from where we are to Watkins Glen is pretty long because you go through some back roads in rural Pennsylvania. You go up through Williamsport. If you, if you're, you could probably pull up Google Maps and follow along with us. It's probably going to be therapeutic. I, I don't know. I find Google Maps. Fa- I, I'll look at England and you know, the Netherlands and Australia. And I'll just imagine I'll get on street view and just imagine what's it like to live on this street. That's deep. I understand that folks. I, understand. I don't know if I go that deep. I go deep. I go fucking deep. I just have to figure out how, when I'd want to try to get into the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I hate kind of traveling into there by well, land. It's always a pain. So we've got your support. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a good time. It's coming up soon. So you do have to make a decision quickly or, uh, you know, yep. before too long. But, uh, if you're going to be there, hit us up on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, email, uh, all that's linked into the apex.com. If you're going to be there, let us know. We'll get in touch with you. Hell, I'll give you my phone number. I'm not bashful. And uh, we'll let you know where we're at, uh, at Watkins Glen and and stuff like that. But, 
Yeah, I want to see who we can pull in here because I do want to talk a little bit about the new content, but I know, Rob, you're kind of, uh, you know, useless on that this week. Yeah. Until maybe the time the show wraps. I mean, if you're feeling good, well, what are you buying if you're feeling good at, when we get off? I'll here? buy it all. Whatever they've released, I'll probably What about pick tracks? Up. You, know what I've, you know what I've not been doing lately is buying these tracks? tracks. I'm so behind. These tracks are not. Yeah, I'm a little behind on a couple of them. I'm, I t- yeah, so I got to get on that. It's like Fuji might have been one of my last really big ones. I think, where I it was think like, that's about the same for me, honestly. I got Knock yeah, Hill some of like, that. I'm, yeah, I'm I think I might have got Knock Hill. I, I think about Rusko, whatever it's called. I do have that too. But I, have I driven on it one time? No. No. I have not. I think maybe, no. What's the deal no, Maybe there? once, maybe once. It's good. It's a good track. You know what it is? I, I don't feel like I have the mental bandwidth to, to get good at these tracks. And honestly... The latest tracks I bought, like Fuji, I feel like I don't get it. Do you, I mean? Do you know how locked in I feel at, at my classics, my core of my yeah. my American tracks, my Road Atlanta and Road, the except Road America, the few European, but yeah, Road Atlanta, Vir, Mid Ohio, like my Ohio. my Watkins Glen, Sebring, Daytona. I'm hugging my American tracks so tight. Yeah. <laughs> These colors don't run, uh, bitch. No, <laughs> I'm so good at my tracks. I'm so good at my tracks. Uh, and I suck at, you know, I go to Barcelona. I fucking suck at Barcelona. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't, I don't mind those tracks. But. Le Mans. I mean, Le Mans is great. Le Mans is a classic. Yeah. Um, but man, I suck at, I mean, Red Bull Ring maybe is good, but Hungara Ring, I, I don't, I've not got it in my mind. Uh, Hockenheim, I honestly am on a knife's edge there. I don't feel like I've got it. I'm not competitive. So, I mean, I have an aversion to places I'm not competitive. So if, if you're on iRacing and, four series are at a series of tracks and one series is at mid Ohio or road Atlanta. I'm doing pretty much six road Atlanta races that week and fuck the rest. I'm not going to get any better at those. I realized my problem there. I'm not going to improve skill by not practicing. Eh, It's it's only got so much time race what you like. That's yeah. That's the point. You have so much time in the day. Uh, We need endurance. I think what we're losing in endurance races, Suzuka this year, it's going to be at Fuji, right? Oh, I think so. I think the Suzuka, Special event in November is now, is gone. I think it's Fuji now, so okay. I guess I better figure Fuji out. Yeah, the time for so, that. But yeah, we'll see what we can uh, get going here. I don't know. What, what, anything on your mind, Rob? Or do you want to go to break here? Yeah, no, just nothing of value. You're uh, <laughs> you're just ro- hot room meat tonight. Yeah, just pretty much just. Uh, just an injured just a body, man. Yeah, just, just, a body. just a warm body that does, has not driven the Cadillac or LMP3 yet. You poor bastard. It's a factual statement. You poor bastard. All right, let's see uh, who else we can grab in here. We'll, we'll spice it up a little bit more. Uh, Tyler, the recovering Rob for the the Bob and T Dog program. We're going to wrap up the Bob and T Dog program. Go to break and uh, and and see who we can bring into the fold here. All right, we'll be right back on into the apex. go anywhere more into the apex is coming up tired of getting caught up in the mayhem of turn one so are we although we can't protect you from disasters in iRacing we can protect you and your family from mayhem on the road or at home the all-state javiki agency proudly protects families in ohio and pennsylvania Give John a call today at 412-561-6239. Mention Mad Sim Racing or Into the Apex when calling to receive a gift card with a qualified quote, no purchase necessary. Into the Apex is going back on the road in 2023, and it's all brought to you by our friends at ProCart Concepts. ProCart Concepts provides top-tier carts, parts, and consumables to the tri-state area and support based out of the Pittsburgh International Raceway. If there's anyone that can get you set in the world of karting, it's Eric and Dan with PKC. Visit ProKartConcepts.com for more information. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit GreatHireHR.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? 
Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit AlienAwards.net. That's AlienAwards.net. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by our partners at Track Racer. Since 2008, Track Racer has been designing and pioneering best value, high-end gaming platforms and accessories. Track Racer products are made from the highest quality materials that offer unsurpassed durability. Track Racer is supported by recognizable names such as Haley Deegan, Ross Chastain, Alex Pillow, and Alpine F1 team. Check them out through the link on our website, IntoTheApex.com, and support the show. This is Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. back on Into the Apex, and uh, joining the Bob and T-Dog show is Patrick Stein. Hey, Patrick. Welcome. How we doing tonight? So Patrick has, unlike uh, Rob, he's, he's run the new content, and Patrick, I have, we, we teased it a bit in the first bit, but I, I was waiting here for the second half to uh, really dive into it, but you're loving, and I mean, I mean, well, I mean, you love the Cadillac. You're a Chevy general motors guy like I, I don't know if you have a tattoo or not but you you probably should but maybe at some point yeah, lower back maybe lower back chevy bow tie yeah yeah, yeah. well i actually you know i was aiming for a bullseye back there for oh jesus god <laughs> uh yes but i i yes <laughs> i know I know you're a fan of the Corvette. <laughs> you, yeah, he's got your fucking backside in his fucking head right now. I, yeah, I am thinking about the <laughs> yeah, my hairy lower backside with a like a Target yeah, bullseye, yeah. the Target logo, huh? The Target logo. That's that's trademarked, my friend. <laughs> I'll get the trademark on yep. there too. Oh Jesus, trademark. <laughs> oh, Betty, how do I move? Uh, how are you going to recover from this? I, one? I don't I, know. I threw you off. Yeah, the game. welcome, Patrick. Stick the landing. Stick the yeah, landing. Welcome. So, Patrick, you love the LMP3, although you love the Cadillac. That's what I was going to say. Oh, but I have seen your feedback um, about the LMP3, and that is your prototype. That was built for you. So, are you telling me? I mean, I feel like the dentist memes are just too easy. It's you can't even go for it. It's I, I'm call me Doctor Patrick Stein, DMD, <laughs> right now. Fucking. <laughs> Colgate approved, four out of five dentists approved. <laughs> so, what do you like about the car? I mean, I had to get over the sitting on the right side. That's that's why I never bought the Audi LMP1 is I didn't like that orientation of the driver. But in this, I mean, you don't really get much choice. If you want this car, you're going to sit on the righter side of the vehicle. Uh, and oh yeah. So uh, I mean, it, it it takes a little bit, but it's not that bad. Um, it felt worse in the Audi because it felt like you were way f- further over. I guess I don't know just how it felt when you would like go look side to side. Yeah. But the LMP3 is much more forgiving. It's still fun like a prototype. It, it just it's competitive racing. I did was it Tuesday night? I did um, the proto. They they they're doing like a prototype challenge kind of thing where it was like the Cadillac BMW and the LMP3 I did the Cadillac and the LMP3 the LMP3 I had more fun and I was more competitive in it yeah that that's what I'm hearing is that it's certainly more forgiving I mean Bradley's out tonight but he was saying that he did some practice laps and uh, saved almost from a full spin whatever that the hell that means but uh, I mean we saw that at VIR and the uh, prototype challenge a couple years ago at least uh, it seems like a more forgiving car. Uh, you can kind of send it a little harder. I mean, it, yeah, it does seem to be safer generally for folks to drive. Uh, I think it's a good progression in prototype driving. I mean, 
I think a big problem, and the Cadillac really furthers that. You guys can probably agree or disagree with me, but I imagine you agree. Putting out these hot, you know, flaming hot potato, cat, you know, GTPs, super fast prototypes, you get people that really are not ready to drive those types of cars, even in the sim. I don't mean to sound elitist. Does that sound elitist? No, because no one's ready to drive anything. Anything. We're all just a bunch. Well, most of us are just a bunch of fucking posers, just faking our way, having fun. Je- not real racers. Jesus fucking Christ, Rob! <laughs> you just just shutting me the fuck down, aren't you? Well, no, it just hey, posers. It just gets more extreme at the top. I'm not, you, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just like you put all those people, which is all of us. <laughs> there's some of them. You just yeah. put them in too fast for a car, like Bradley that time. He's like, oh, he probably LMP1. want to LMP one yeah. today. Yeah, he literally got called a murderer, and we'll never forget it. Yeah, exactly. And a Sebring race. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I raced the LMP one one time competitively at at Le Mans. I hit I I hit one curb, and the engine blew, and I was like, "Fuck this! This is this is not for me." Yeah, it's just exactly. It's like not everyone is ready for the fastest car, but like a lot of people are going to drive it. Yeah, but I so. didn't. Well, I didn't mean. To, well, you're going full nihilist, Rob. Like it, nothing matters because we're no- nothing. I can't race. Nothing matters. Nothing, Fuck yeah, everybody. yeah. Rob's hurt. He can't race. Nothing matters. You're all pieces of shit trying to be racers. Yeah. Relatively speaking, not everybody's ready for the top prototype, the hot, shiny new top prototype, and a lot of people jump into it. So I, yeah, I think the LMP3 is a good stepping stone to get to say the lmp2 right that's kind of what we got i mean now we have every step in it if you want to start with what would it be the uh, radical maybe the radical yeah the radical first one uh yeah just like you know relative to the sim relative to i racing i wish more people i wish we all had to spend more time climbing those ladders before we could really race a gtp in a special event i think it would all be, we'd all be better for it and, and I mean, when I say that, and this maybe is the controversial part that you, you that I might lose folks on, is like base it on special events, not official races, because you can really speed your way through the license progression officially if you really, really put the time. In. <laughs> license progression's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, so, doesn't matter. I'm winning or anything. I mean, it's just make purely it, based on safety. Yeah. I know it's about money and selling content to to an extent, so I'm just kind of waxing poetic on it, but. Uh, I'm talking years, like special events. Like if you can't drive the G, well, this is where you're getting the stuff like the majors, where it's right. like you got you got you. Like say if you're too fast, you get pushed up in maybe the pro class yeah. or something. It's like mm-hmm. you want a league. Like that's what that's essentially. Yeah, what you're, that's. You're I mean, that is like, that is basically what I'm saying. I mean, but I want. I, I would would not be opposed to seeing iRacing implement something that. Oh, this is your first day. You know endurance special event with this with IMSA classes your first endurance cup so to speak event like say you're this is your first Daytona 24 on iRacing you cannot register as a driver on a GTP LMDH team you must if you want to do prototypes you could do LMP2 and you have to be safe enough on the LMP2 to in the next one do the GTP. I don't you know. Want a special event license system. Maybe that's a good place to test my yes. theory of um, making a, a, an I rating or license system that only moves in one direction. That there won't are no happen, demotions. Though. No it's way. Harder to progress to pro- way harder to progress to the next level, but once you get it, you got it. Yeah. I don't think that's a terrible idea. I don't think it's a terrible idea. It's, it's, it's too easy. It's not going to happen. Would, and it would force people to grind. You know I mean, that's why a lot of games are based on nice. I know games and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I know what you but mean, Rob. I'm it's not like going to hold it against the, you. What's the, game play, what's the gameplay loop? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of more or less what you could kind of get to. Of like A lot of games force people to grind something for a certain bit to get to something better. Yeah. It, it, like you want you want the hardest content, the toughest, most challenging experience in the game? Prove it that you can do it. I think longer is better in the sense that when I rejoined iRacing under my name, because as a high schooler, me and Bradley shared an account because we were poor high schoolers and, uh, you know, mom and dad are paying for your account to an extent. Uh, I, you know, I rejoined under my name and had to go through all of it, even though I was, you know, sim racing wise, I'd been doing it for a while and I was familiar with it from years past. And it, it was just a muscle memory that needed to come back. So I was like, I need to get through this shit the quickest way possible. Like I was an entitled fuck, but, uh, it was way too easy. I mean, looking back on it, it was very easy to get to where I wanted to get. Like, I wanted to race GT3s and IMSA and European Endurance or whatever it was at the time, PDS or whatever the hell. Uh, I wanted to get to that as quick as I could because I was in, you know, entitled. Oh, I'm better. I, I can get there. These 
these uh, scrubs down at MX5 get out the way. Uh, that was me, at the, you know, and it was very quick. I mean, I probably should have had more time getting reacclimated, more of that uh, adjustment period. But somebody coming in cold with no no background at all, I mean, you, you don't you don't necessarily want to get. You don't want to let them to maybe to that point. God damn, this sounds so elitist. So 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 elitist. I don't Who even cares? like myself right now because we want big fields, but you also don't want to have to feel like you're bitching and complaining in these fields, and you don't want to get you put people put so much practice in these events, and you don't want to get fucked in like the first ten minutes. Where is the? Ha- I don't know. I feel like I'm being really extreme right now. Is there a happy medium? No, well, that's what what we got is the happy medium. That's I guess what it so. is. I guess that so. is what we got. Yeah. There's no magic way to do this unless you're going to do it organized like a league. You no, know, you'll never make everyone happy. So you no. got to make everybody equally unhappy. It's <laughs> kind of the theory of a good governance. That's essentially what iRacing so, yeah. does. Well, they sure as hell taxes, don't they? They give me $11 for a car that you've had for two years. I didn't get any goddamn discount on the Porsche. Hey, at least there's no tax on the sales themselves. <laughs> I got yeah. That really grind my gears. Yeah, I, I had the other Porsche GT3, yeah. and now you're going to make me pay for the new. And I and I drove it. Version. I drove it. It sounds about the same. The steering wheel looks a little different, but it sounds about the same. And the headlights and taillights look different. Oh, big big whoop! Eleven yeah, bucks, it, my ass. Yeah, <laughs> I had the the previous version of the GT3. Why am I having to pay eleven bucks? Yeah. Yeah. You got you got, you know, the money for the GTP, you got money from the LMP3. I bought the, the two new tracks. Okay. Come on. I want to I'm probably going to get Willow Springs when we finish this episode, honestly. Willow Springs is is again, uh, as as I was talking about, it's my American track. It's my natural track lemon American track. It's it's right up my alley. Uh, I think I'm going to get Willow Springs when we finish this episode cuz that that's one I think I I would enjoy. Um but yeah, the cars sold me. This was the this was a build of the cars. Uh, the LMP3 I enjoyed. The GTP man, uh, I talked a bit about not wanting to be, wanting to be the uh, Johnny Come Lately of cars. I've always been that way. Like when they gave the refreshed version of the Mercedes, I didn't want to be the Johnny Come Lately on that. But uh, some of these do suck you in. And I drove that Cadillac around Watkins Glen. I tested all the cars on Watkins Glen. But I'm thinking it's available for the Watkins Glen Six. Am I going to join all the all the you know hot hand folks that want to get the new car? I mean, is there any doubt that the Watkins Glen Six special event on iRacing is going to be just a Cadillac festival? It's it, yeah, it's it's well, it's a perfect track for that kind of thing. It's so, yeah, you are you're going to see like it's pretty safe track, pretty wide. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if I was going to just go first time on a new car, like that'd be a great track for it. I, so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but I think me and Bradley talked about this and I mean, I don't know who, who gives a shit about what we're going to race, but we want to be the, the contrarians that probably do race the BMW because everybody else is, you know, I want to kind of feel like I'm doing something unique. I'm a real race car driver. Yeah. I'm a, That's what I suggested. Like, just yeah. race the BMW again. Like, everyone's going to be in a Cadillac. Yeah. Let's have some and, diversity and then, in and the yeah, field. And then you say that, and Patrick comes in with, absolutely fucking not. What's the... No. What is it, Patrick? No. How, how, the BMW's dead. It's dead to me. But is it real? But really, why? Because the Cadillac sounds better. I, it does. I had, more, I had more fun driving it. Uh, I mean, I don't know exactly about <clears> that. Man, I can't wait yeah. to hear Rob's feedback. I mean, I don't. I just can't wait to drive too because that's what I was thinking. I was like, "How much different is it uh, really going to be?" I, the sound is dramatically different. Sound, yeah. Well, yeah. The sound, in, sound, including sound, in the right? co- like, I mean, just in the cockpit, it sounds like you know, oh. it, it sounds like the ass thunder of God Himself in the cockpit. Yeah, no, and and I wouldn't deny that. Like in real yeah. life, it sounds infinitely better. Yeah, but it's just like when you're driving it. But as far as really, I mean, even driving one GTP to another is it really going to make a big of a difference? I mean, even in the cockpit view of the two cars, you know, you know, when you get in the BMW, you kind of have that shape of the hood or whatever the front. Like it, yeah. there's a shape of it. I, I can't really describe it much better than that. You just you you know that shape of what you can see. It's pretty much exactly the same out of the Cadillac. So visually, it's pretty pretty solid. I mean, it's the logo on the steering wheel, maybe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but besides the sound, I mean, I didn't think it drove drove that much different. 
Patrick? And there'll be so many of them around, you probably won't even hear yourself as a BMW. It'll probably just sound like Cadillacs everywhere. Yeah, Bradley, anyway. Bradley made a good point off the air this week. It was like, if we do drive the BMW, we're going to scratch that Cadillac itch because every fucker around us is going to be driving the, the thing. So we're going to hear it every time they're racing with us. I think he said blowing by us, but... <laughs> I think that's what he said too. That's a little. That shows a little lack of confidence, if you ask me. But that's, that's part that's, of the course. That's Bradley for you. Stop! They're crashing. Stop! <laughs> they're crashing. They're crashing. Stop the car. Stop the race. Yeah, stop the race. Reverse. Go backwards. Yeah. Shit. Fuck. Uh, uh, there's a Michelin pilot. Yeah. Go to. Oh yeah. It's over. It's all over. I'll it's never over. Forget We're that. Dead. We're dead. It's stop over. Stop the quit? Stop. You guys want to quit? You guys. We'll take a vote if you guys want to keep going. I understand, but you guys want to quit? There's a Dave Matthews. <laughs> this is such a good. There's a Dave Matthews Band concert at about eight o'clock. I can oh my yeah. fucking god! You know, yeah, what do you guys think? Like, you want to quit? What do you, what's the vote? What, what's what's what are we thinking? What's the vibe? What are, what are, what are we what's, what's the vibe? What are we thinking, guys? <laughs> what are we thinking? I'm going to take off for about eight yeah, hours yeah, during yeah, the middle of this race. Yeah. I'm going out of town. <laughs> Yeah, we go see Dave Matthews Sorry. for the uh, 500 yeah. times. We go to the gym for 12 yeah, hours. I'm gonna, Jesus Christ. I'm going to work on calves so I can stop. <laughs> Sorry, Bradley. Oh, if you were my. here, you wouldn't get shit on so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's never here to defend himself. No, he's not. Uh, oh, that, that sounds like a him issue, not a us <laughs> issue. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he likes the LMP3 too, though. I will say that in his absence. Is you, Patrick, you and Bradley have been really beating this LMP3 drum. Oh. I, I've only got on it really quickly on Tuesday night, so I do need to get a little more time because all I've done are solo sessions. So I am very interested to race the LMP3 around other people. I didn't do anything at all with it other than drive some solo laps at Watkins Glen. So I'm very, I, I think the LMP3 is going to be outstanding. And I said it on the show that we just did before it all came out. It's going to be really good for leagues. I think. An LMP3 and GT4 league, or an LMP3 and LMP2. I don't know. I think it's. I mean, we can good. just get. We can get full on prototype endurance races. Yeah. Prototype just challenge. LMP one, two, and three. Like well, just yeah, that. G- yeah, track GTP, with no LMP- GTs at yeah. all. You don't even need yeah. GTs at that point. You could have like leagues. How and stuff cool based that on prototypes? So yeah, because isn't the one of the big problems with multi class racing? Or you have people that are stuck on one or the other GT car or a prototype car, and they don't fucking understand how the opposing car that they're trying to either overtake or be overtaken by handles. So an LMP2 or prototype doesn't understand how a GT car is going to track out and how they need to prepare in and out of a corner for that. I think that's half the heartbreak in these races. It's people just don't. Yeah, it's just people not living with the real of like the realistic, the the, the reality is what the other person is handling in their car, which is not the same as their own. Right. right? They only see in their world. Prototypes, you're going to get more similar characteristics. I get what you mean for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you might see a little more traffic friendly races in that sense. Uh, For sure. Because I think, I think in the most extreme, when we were, we were doing some league racing on Monday nights that we've since retired from, uh, I think to the most extreme, we had, I don't know, I, I could be wrong here, but I want to say P2s and GT4s maybe on the track at one time. I could be wrong there. but I. So what's the, like, have you guys driven the LMP3 now? What's it doing? Is it doing like a GTE-like lap time? Like, Isn't it a little, yeah. wouldn't it be a little faster because of the downforce? I don't know. I, but saying In I real don't, life, it could... it's a little faster. But, I mean, you get, I mean, I think what we've seen in the real-life races in IMSA this final year and last year is a pro GTD driver is kind of up there with the most amateur G- LMP3 driver. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm more like thinking on the sim, right? Because even in the sim, whenever they brought the new DPIs, end up having to BOP the more or less the LMP2. They like did, they had yeah. to, they did to kill a little bit. So I was just kind of curious in that sense. Like, are they more or less I've not, put it down to match what a GTE used to be? I've not read the data or done the track time experiment, but I feel like LMP3, just based on downforce, is going to corner better. Therefore, it's going to be a little bit ahead. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right? It is. It is. Um, lap time wise, I can't remember exactly, but I, I want to say it was about. Because it was faster than GTD, but it's obviously slower than LMP2. And that's I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's probably somewhere it's in that range. Because, yeah, like I said, it, even if it's got better handling characteristics with some downforce and stuff, like I said, they could just make it slower just to make it fit into a certain gap, right? Right. Like when I was, I did, um, the races I did were at, uh, Daytona in it. Uh, so the LMP three coming down the last, coming out of the last turn, going into the 
trioval, it was maxing out about 168, 170 miles per hour. Top speed. That's what it was. That, That's I don't what know what that means. <laughs> Where did you practice, Patrick? When you the, when the, you this was in a Daytona race. This was in a Daytona. So you race. did a race with the LMP3 and the GTP. Yes, you did a race with other people. Yes. So you've done more than me, then. Yes, I've done races in both both in of both them. cars. So so give me some. Tell me a little more about those races. I mean, were you having a good time? In the LMP3, I had a better time. Um, it was more competitive. It was multi-class. A better uh, time. I was just waiting for him to be like, oh, it was a blast. He's like, oh, a better time. Like, better you still time. get molested out there or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to do a couple root canals while I was driving, though. And, oh, I mean, okay. so, oh, okay, I'm trying okay. to figure out if Patrick is being uh, self-deprecating or, or what. I always am self-deprecating, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, I, no. I couldn't handle the Cadillac. It was too much car for me, but the LMP3. <laughs> no. The, <laughs> When I raced the Cadillac, it was only the Cadillac, and I was just fucking. It was just all Cadillacs. Yeah, and I'm just like just a Cadillac gang fuck out there. Yeah, it was a train. It was a fucking train. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a little cheerleader waiting at the end. What, what, Patrick? No, Rob. What? (laughs) I was gonna say we're most of them just running like default liveries or like yeah. What's yeah? Well, I mean. We're talking about. There wasn't much out there, so what did I have for a livery? Um, Probably, I had like the old DPI livery, like Ganassi. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. not much out there right now. I mean, that's the that's cool. what I'm curious about. Is that's when a new car comes, I love seeing like how fast, yeah. the fucking paint start coming. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I mean, it's it, that's the that's the cool thing about it. I think LMP three, LMP three though. Oh, crest. Yeah. Crest, Colgate, <laughs> four out of five. Dennis recommend. The, uh, but but honestly, the worst one was the Formula V. The worst one. What was, about it? Like the pencils? No, and the not, no Rob. And stuff? No, Rob. Not the pencils. Oh. Oh. The KY vibrator livery for the Formula V. The bullet? Yeah. <laughs> and then you also had OnlyFans, too. I mean that's there's an actual Porsche with that so yeah and there's a Pickle Rick one too that was yeah good. Pickle Rick was there for for those fans but the KY I mean yeah the bullet <laughs> that was that was on their great the grapefruit emoji yeah that those were on there pretty much too quick but but anyhow I digress uh, if we're talking liveries uh, <laughs> but yes I mean LMP3 I do want to run these in races. Uh, I feel like I understand what the Cadillac's going to be because I've run the BMW in races. At least you've, I've got that precedent. But the LMP3, that's going to be new. So you you raced in an LMP3 only, basically a prototype challenge type of event, or yeah. hosted. Uh, yeah. Were there a lot of gaps in the in the cars, or did they stay pretty close? I feel like it's the equivalent. It's what GT4 is to GT cars. It's close, competitive, and really a lot of adrenaline. It, it is. It is. Um I qualified up in the top five and I finished third, but the whole race, the LMP3 side of the field was all really battling a lot. So um, it was fun. It was the most fun I've had in any kind of prototype in a long time. So has it got that nice weighty wheel like the LMP2 still? Yeah, that's a good question. If anything, it's a little weightier. Oh, more physical. Mm. I'd like that. Yeah. I don't know if your shoulder would like that tonight. But. Not right now, but when I'm back to old me. Yeah. So what you're, you're saying is... there whooping ass. Are we going to all downgrade to LMP3? Well, at least once. Oh. It's not downgrade. It's not downgrade. Not a downgrade. Not downgrade. Mathematically, yes, it is. What do you mean ma- math? Ma- what, what math LMP2, are you LMP2, LMP3. So then, what would GTD be? Please explain the math. The yeah. math is the higher the <laughs> Mr. Beeman, Can you show your work? The, the lower, <laughs> the lower the number, the more talented and fast you are. The higher the <laughs> okay, number, okay. the more amateur and piece of shit you are. By my logic, <laughs> no. I, Wait, one, one, one sec. Yeah. Yeah, we can accept that. We can accept that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to check the judges. Oh yes. I was going to say. Yeah, I, no, I disagree with myself there because I. Yeah, I'm full of shit there because uh, I sometimes go for GT4 because it's just more fun. Just like you go for the Toyota Zoo or the Mazda. Sometimes the slower car 
So the car, the better the racing. Yeah, and I racing, it's always been that yeah, way. Yeah, it's more fun. You get, you know, the faster, some of these faster technical cars, I mean, you can, you know, play with yourself to the end of the of the day and and be proud of yourself. But are you are you racing as closely and, and as fun as some of the other ones? I, probably, yeah, I don't think exactly, so. Exactly, right? Yeah. No, not at all. I don't think so. Not at all. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. No, yeah. do the roar and like, like you said, like that's what the boy, like some of the best races I've had, like something like a, like a nice two hour race or something and a slow car, yeah. like a Mazda or a GR86. TCR. Like, yeah, something like that where you're like long, prolonged periods yeah. of battling. Yeah. Where it's like even like you, there's not really any taking any breaks. Yeah. The Michelin, so, the Michelin pilot series that's a little longer these days. That, those are some of my most memorable races. Yeah. Yeah, the roar, the roar special event. That's a good. Yep. That's a good one to bring up because that's two years straight now. That's been a a blast. That's been a good one. It really has. So I think in that way, I mean, by all this logic, come bringing all this together, the LMP3 is the most exciting car that came out. Even though I feel like, you know, hype wise, the Cadillac, everybody was just is just going nuts about the Cadillac, and, and come Daytona twenty twenty four. That's when it's going to shake out. I mean, right now, especially Watkins Glen on iRacing, it's going to be Cadillac fever, most likely. But uh, as the year progresses, as they possibly get the Porsche, I feel like they at least get the Porsche as one more. Uh, what happens then? And come Daytona 2024 for iRacing, the biggest one of the year for most people, then we're going to maybe see where where the votes lie. If we're going to, people are going to cast their ballots on their favorite one, their pick. And uh, that's gonna that's gonna be the time, uh, a year into the history of the real GTP LMDH. So, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, real quick, as we as we polish it off, I mean, speaking of that class of car, we got the real Lamar this weekend. I think a lot of us are hyped about that. It's it's upon us, and the uh, the top of that field after being pretty scanty with what just Glickenhaus and Alpine and Toyota Gazoo, it is loaded down. This year, it's loaded with these cars. Uh, that's that's going to be pretty cool. And, and again, this whole year is a, is a really a proving ground for these cars. So I don't know, you guys is is the Lamont twenty four going to be something on in the background all Saturday Sunday for you guys? Yep. Just to watch that NASCAR. That for, God, for yeah. Six, right? Like, it's just there's a few different things I want to see in it. So yeah, I'll definitely be watching. I yeah. could, I could see. I've been seeing a lot of stuff. I, my my algorithms have been feeding me the Garage Fifty Six. Yep. I me too. It's working. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. I mean, I like Jimmy Johnson. I've always liked him, uh, Button and Rockefeller. But can I mean, based on the relationships. Can you guys not see iRacing just dropping that car on us and saying you got it? Like they're all about that type of thing. Oh, I see it. Amazing. Like, what are the odds iRacing's not already scanned that car and it's it's in the works, right? Like, it would be very iRacing to drop it the week after the race after everybody's all fawned over it because it looks fast. It looks very fast, and the the drivers have said it drives certainly much more different than a NASCAR on a road course. And anybody on iRacing knows that stock cars on road courses are probably the hardest thing on road courses to drive. Yeah. That's what, It'd be sweet if they didn't release it as a car in itself and it was just came out as like a variant if you own the existing yeah. next gen car. That would that would be cool. That's a good idea. That would be cool just to get it into people's yeah. hands. Like that's the biggest thing. This is all clearly about exposure, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's good for Chevrolet. It's good for NASCAR. I mean, I've I've seen those promotions on social media of the Camaro, street Camaro next to this car. I mean, GM and Chevrolet are leaning into this, which is outstanding. But then it's also good for NASCAR, which NASCAR needs that shot in the arm it, internationally. I mean, every it's almost like what their IndyCar is doing the hundred days to Indy to try to emulate Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive is its own thing, which is is a proven marketing recipe for Formula One. So maybe this is the international attempt for NASCAR at the time being, and yeah. uh, I, I I see it working. I mean, the, the algorithms algorithms for all of us on social media. You know, it's pumping it to us, and it's working. It's great. Uh, but I could see a, a NASCAR Garage 56 series where you can race road road courses officially each week with just this car and, and nothing else. Yep. You know, I could see that. I think that would be very fun. I think that, that bridge the, it bridges the gap. For iRacing, it's a no-brainer because 
You can take oval-only drivers and get them to buy road courses. You could take road, you know, road guys, road-only drivers, and get them to maybe be interested in oval stock cars. Yep. You could sell so much more content that way. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a great opportunity yeah. there. That advice is free iRacing. Yeah. Just retweet I, just retweet us. And, and I found out actually it was during season the season 1 uh this year uh I just was screwing around and I did a test session at Lamar and there in a stock car just cuz I wanted to see what it would in, do. In the next gen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a, a iRacing setup for oh. Lama in there. Interesting. So maybe that's a little bit of a spoiler. I I, I believe. Hard to say. I don't know how long it's been there. Someone you might have to ask someone about that. That's a good. But question. it's it's an iRacing official setup. So yep. I'm just curious how long they've had it in there for. But why would they? If it's, if it's if it's been in there pre. Uh, Garage fifty six. Yeah. Then, but why? Might, why why would it, it though? That's interesting because they only. I mean, they don't do I that for just I, any track, do they? No, but Le Mans is a special one where like a lot of series will just go to randomly and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure next gen NASCAR. Mm, I think Patrick might have a point. I I, I, I believe in aliens, Rob. So I, not I, really, I, I, but this is this is the Roswell of NASCAR on <laughs> iRacing. <laughs> I choose to believe. Right, fair, that's fair. I choose to believe that there's something deeper meaning in this. Yeah. Good. Good eye, Patrick. Good eye. Yeah, that's what happens when you get drunk. Sometimes <laughs> you take it all in and you drive cars everywhere. Yeah, Patrick. You go random places with a car that should not go. There. Patrick and I have done that before a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I remember that, Patrick. Many a league were born late, late nights with Tyler and Patrick. <laughs> Two way up. Yeah. Oh, let's try New Hampshire yeah. Road. I, Iowa Road Course and the Formula Four. Ah, Iowa Road Course. Ah. <laughs> Worldwide Technology yeah. Road Course at night with yeah. no lights. Me and me and Patrick at two o'clock in the morning on a Friday night doing deep track road courses. <laughs> you know, like Skip Barber. Yeah, or Skip. Yeah, Skip Barber. <laughs> Mazda's, Mazda's a California road course auto auto whatever fuck I don't know auto club uh, yeah oh, there we go yeah they have a road course Atlanta road course yeah that's us we've been there we've been there oh god it's there for a reason don't neglect it folks oh boy well we're gonna uh, close out the main show this week and uh, do a little bonus recording I think in just a sec with uh, some a new guest or a new co-host jumping in with us. And uh, yeah, guys, unless you, Patrick especially, damn. Um, but Rob, unless you come to Watkins Glen, the next three weeks, we are going to be on the road from here. Um, we'll talk more about that offline, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody at Real Rob Gregoire on Twitter, tell them to fucking go to Watkins Glen. No one knows how to fucking spell that shit. Uh, they know how to. Gregory. <laughs> It's like Gregory. Yeah, Gr- it, your, your name's on into the apex.com. It's spelled there. Oh, there you Plus go, an art, a beautiful art photo of Rob is also on there. There we go. Um, but yeah, next three weeks straight, we're on the road, folks. We're at uh, VIR for SRO. Uh, next weekend uh, for that show, we're at uh, Watkins Glen the week after and Mid-Ohio the week after that for IndyCar. So we'll be back in a studio in July. But uh, it's going to be a busy, packed uh, June end of june for us but we're going to bring you there to the track uh, i'm excited next weekend to see the tour de gazoo series because i racing got that but it, that'll be new to have seen in person i'm very pumped no, to see for that. sure so, that's unreal yeah we're gonna kind of give you some feedback on that next week especially and then try to catch up with some of our favorite drivers hopefully me uh catch a few words with maybe daniel Murad and chris wash and derek DeBoer and spencer propelli and some folks that we uh are really fond of out there on that paddock uh, so yeah that'll be next weekend if you're not on the bonus subscription we're going to continue on this week for some bonus content uh, you can subscribe for that for 99 cents a month at into the apex.com rob uh, rattle the collection plate there sir collection plates being <laughs> rattled uh no it supports the show we appreciate it very much and uh try to do a little extra for folks that, that uh, support us in that way so we're gonna stay on the studio for a little bit longer and uh get that out for everybody else uh but yeah Cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week at Virginia International Raceway.
been listening to Into the Apex from Mad Jim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at IntoTheApex.com. 